Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Kiwi and the Emu. I'm Elise Lonsdale, editor, producer and co-presenter of the Kiwi and the Emu. On November the 21st, we interviewed our first guest from the United States, all the way from New Mexico, USA. Helen Watley has had the coronavirus and comes to us with special knowledge of that disease, the SARS-CoV-2 virus and the subsequent disease known as COVID-19. She also talks about the lockdowns in the United States. So please enjoy this special edition of the Kiwi and the Emu brought to you all the way from the United States of America, recorded on the 20th and 21st of November. It is now the 27th. So a big Australasian shout out to our listeners from the United States of America. Welcome. There's a story, is it true? The Kiwi has a brother. The Aussies call him Emu. He runs around all Uluru. They've been mates, that wingless pair. The one's up here and one's down there. A pair of Anzac stuck like glue. The Kiwi and the Emu. Hello and welcome to the Kiwi and the Emu, a podcast exploring the experience of blind and vision impaired Australasians living through the corona experience. Two countries, two different approaches with similar outcomes, the Kiwi and the Emu. I know it should have taken that left turn in Albuquerque, I'll be turning my wagon to your arms. If I would have taken that left turn, it wouldn't hurt me to watch the world around me falling apart. And it is episode 36 where we go all the way to New Mexico, USA with Helen Watley, our special guest. And due to some construction over the back, I'm broadcasting from a wardrobe. So will we end up in New Mexico or Narnia? Carolyn, what's been happening on your side of the wardrobe? Uh, wardrobe? I bet. <laughs> She wants, to, I think you want to go to Narnia, but I believe we're going to New Mexico. We are, this, our first American. It's going to be very exciting. But um, it's it's been fairly quiet on the side of the water, although there has been a few changes um, that we've become a bit more stricter about mm. face masks. Yes. They have decided to make wearing of face masks compulsory on public transport here in Auckland. Mm. Um, so that is basically your buses, your trains, and your ferries. Now, rideshare is a little different. So your taxis and your Ubers, the drivers have to wear the face masks. Right. It's not compulsory for the passengers to do so, but they do encourage you to do so. I you see. know, it's kind mm-hmm. yep. of uh, t- um, you can get an exemption. And you can even just get ring the Ministry of Health Healthline here and talk to them, and they can issue you with a card that you can either have a physical card to hold in your wallet, or you can actually have one on your phone. Because I've got an exemption, as yeah. I've talked about on here, and I've I've got a letter, but I can't always carry it, so I've got it on the yeah, devices well, in Dropbox yeah. that if anyone needs to see it, they can. But no one's asked me for it. Yeah, well, this is actually a, 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 I think they actually issued, and you can just open it up mm. and have it there quickly for them. There's also wearing of face masks on all domestic flights. Yes, by obviously passengers, yeah, as well as yep. crew. As wow. well as crew. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. of course, the big, the big question came out, what happens during the happy hour when they serve the booze on the plates? What happens when you, what happens when it's time to get the obligatory Air New Zealand Boiled lolly. 
Uh, yeah, well, what happens when it comes to the cookie as well, or the bag of chippies? Oh, the bag of chippies, or the pretzels, or something. Yeah, but in New Zealand's got this wonderful tradition of always serving near the end of a flight, an international flight or a domestic one, a boiled lolly. And sometimes I've had basically the run of the plate. And they been even sometimes they say, oh, take as many as you want. <laughs> and they sometimes let the little e's. They used to let the little yes. e's on the plane actually walk with the crew and hand out the lollies. Yeah, and that's lovely. It's a good thing. Today, over here in um, Victoria, South Australia, and Queensland, everything's going crazy. South Australia had a six-day, I had signed up, well, not signed up, but had imposed mm. on them from Wednesday a six-day, uh, or Thursday it was going to start, but a six-day lockdown because there was somebody in a pizza store that had coronavirus and they've locked down the whole state because of this. Now, they got twenty. They, they got an outbreak of, nine, of three cases on thir, uh, Sunday night last week expanded out to another 17 on Monday. I lost track of how many cases they had. So, of course, they closed their borders and the Western Australians caught a whole heap of them coming across legitimately on a plane, I might add. And it's like, you've landed in Western Australia, into quarantine you go. And it's like, what? We didn't sign up for that. Um, so they're pretty, they're pretty cagey about the whole thing. But the issue is in South Australia is that the person actually did not be, wasn't honest and didn't exactly tell the contact tracers the full truth. He'd actually worked at the pizza place and it's highly possible that while well, the government are ducking and weaving for cover now because they're saying, oh, had we had the whole information, we still would have locked down the place. But they have admitted to taking the, you weren't even allowed to go out of your house much less an hour a day like we were complaining here in Victoria. Oh, we're only allowed out for an hour a day. Well, the South Australians were going in hard. No Uber Eats, no, um, what, uh, what do you call it, takeaway, no anything apart from Supermarkets, maybe chemists, I don't know, and that's it. And it, it was going to be yeah, short and sharp. It was a Kiwi style lockdown. It was a Kiwi style one, that's right, because you didn't even have takeaway or Uber Eats in your nope. one back in April. Anyway, right. they've, short, they've shortened it. In the meantime, Victoria have closed their border to South Australia just as well because we don't want people coming in here and undoing the damage we've we've had to undo because of our mishandling and bungling of the hotel quarantine here that led to Victoria's second wave. Um, we're down from 700 cases a day to our 22nd day in a row of zero cases. I just looked on the website before we came on air and it was on the midday news. Um, so that's good. New South Wales are reporting 10 cases today. I'm going there for Christmas, so there you go. Well, I shouldn't be worried if, if I lived in a state where there's 700. But of course, we're today going to New Mexico to talk to a, a very lovely lady who lives in a country where most states are talking thousands of cases a day. And I'm, it's going to be interesting to see Helen's take on this because, um, you know, we're talking thousands of cases a day in various states across the union. And as a result, um, they're probably looking at Australia and New Zealand going, good grief, you know, you, you, you whinge and lock down over, over something like 17 cases. That's nothing, man, you know. So it'd be interesting to see what Helen's take is on it. Today we go to New Mexico. I'm keen to, I'm keen to hear from you. I know, Helen. because this is a very special lady. Not only is she going to tell us about what's happening in former Trump land, she's also going to tell us about what it's like to have the coronavirus. This lady uh, has asked to come on the program for a few months, but um, and, and we did decide, well, pretty much about the time we decide to open it up to people internationally. Um, I got a message on WhatsApp to say, well, probably two or three weeks ago now, that uh, Helen was going for a test, uh, that her doctor thought it was very uh, COVID-19-like, and her and her family did test positive. So we're going to find out about that later in the show. All the way from New Mexico, no, not Narnia, 
but New Mexico, Helen Watley. Welcome to the Corona Chair. Thank you, Elise. Thank you, Carolyn. Oh, it's lovely to have you on. And uh, what time is it over there? It's just about um, 12.51 in the afternoon it, on a Saturday here. It is about 7, well, it's about 6.51 actually. Yep. Um, here in New Mexico, it's Friday evening. Excellent. And you're out on your porch rather than me being on my I porch. I am. How about that? I am. Yes, lovely to <laughs> have a bit of a tour of your house as you walked out before we opened the recording. <laughs> yes. So... Oh. Yes. <laughs> I guess the first thing is, um, just tell us a little bit, you've got, you've got a son and a husband there, I think, and what was your yes. life like before the, well, before all this rot started in, in February and March? Well, pretty normal, or at least what we thought normal was at that particular point. Um, I live in Belen, New Mexico, and we, um, my husband is retired. My son is 15 years old. I had a very late start in life um my husband's a considerable amount older than me this is his second family um mm -hmm. and um can you hear the he, siren uh, in the background wow cops are coming yeah that's uh <laughs> yeah there's uh that's sounds like a police mm. uh, siren sorry um, for that. Keep going. different sounds for different sounds for different sirens here mm. um anyway um so we, uh, I worked in Albuquerque. I went to Albuquerque two to three days a week to um, an office. And I, I um, also, you know, we went to church on Sundays and we went, mm -hmm. you know, different places mm -hmm. and no issues, no nothing. I took either public transit or um, my husband drives. Um, we have two vehicles. We have a, I don't know whether you guys are familiar with our, Type of vehicles we have a Ford Explorer mm. and a um, yeah we've got those here I think and so the people a Ford F one fifty so mm. yeah yep so normal I mean just go to work come home I I worked um, with this job I worked pretty much my own hours I would work six six to seven hours a day mm. uh, three days a week and it really wasn't um, it really wasn't that difficult. It was uh, take the transit. I took the train. I either walked to the train from here, which is about seven blocks, mm -hmm. um, and took the uh, the train into Albuquerque, which is about 35 miles north of me, yep. and then um, got off the train and took a bus to um, my office, which was about 15 minutes from the train station. Mm. Um, and you know, as blind folks, we were taught, you know, how to take a bus and yeah. maneuver mm. around traffic and things. I'm a cane user, so I, um, you know, I've, I've done this all my life and I'm not exactly young anymore. Uh, <laughs> mm. I'm in my early fifties, so I'm, I'm pretty much used to it and, um, been part of my life forever. Mm. And then, you know, we would, I would go home and, you know, cook dinner and, and help my son with his homework and that, this, that, and the other. And he would go to school. We, I'd get up with him at, um, let's see, last year he went to school at, he had to be there at 7.10. So I got up with him at 5.30 in the morning yep. and mm -hmm. um, got him ready to go. And he walked to school. Mm. Um, it's, um, 
about it's seven blocks actually straight down one of our streets directly to the school so Crazy. i couldn't live in a better neighborhood mm. so so well they well they start school early in the morning though um yeah um the high school and the um, middle school start mm. very early in the morning and then the other schools start later because um the buses have to take everybody to school so it's kind of a mm. Uh, one of those, those traditional yeah. yellow school buses you see running around the United yes. States. I've seen one actually mm. in person. It was funny seeing one. In, you see them on movies, and even yes. car- and even depicted in South Park, you know, the yellow the, the yellow school bus. And it's and, and you know, it's I saw one live once. It's like oh, they do actually exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, they do. Um, it's funny because the kindergarten and first grade and all those um, early grades they had different animals on the front of the bus they had some sort of placard Mm -hmm. that the kids could see um of course it doesn't do us a bit of good it Mm -hmm. just you know they Mm -hmm. just stop at our house and you ask is this bus number 223 you know yeah Mm. um or if the bus driver knew you then oh you know you just got on Mm. um Mm. but i mean the kids could see and my kids rode the turtle bus Mm. So. <laughs> I love you it. The turtle bus. Oh, very good. Yes. So it was fun. Yeah, it was uh, fun. And I say kids because unfortunately we lost a twelve-year-old uh, yes. six years ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And mm. um, yeah, I was so, aware of that. Um, that's a a bit of a uh, a bit of a shock, mm. but uh, yeah, yeah, it uh, is. Yes. yes. So. so, what do you do for a job, Helen? The office that I was talking about became work from home. Yeah. I own my own business and I work for a company called Primerica. Um, it's unfortunately only in um, Northern, um, it's in Canada and the United States so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I say so far because, you know, you never know what's going to happen with this. Mm. Um, it is a financial company. Yep. Um, we do, is a one-stop financial shop, basically. Mm. Um we do life insurance, we do investments, we do, um, uh, you know, uh, um, identity theft, security, home security systems. There's a myriad of things that we do. Mm. Um, that, And I run my whole business from my computer and exactly what we're doing now, Zoom. Yeah, good old Zoom. So, it's now a household name, isn't it? Yes. Was it so much used in America yes. prior to corona i know people sort of hedging around you know we used it for toastmasters worldwide and there are a few other very few other things i used zoom for at that time i had it here for the business but you know sort of had a zoom license but very rarely used it now uh here in australia and new zealand it's like um everyone's on it and i'm assuming the same for the united states and canada hang on a second there's a motorcycle to go by here yep come on (laughs) you're it's all there right. We, oh, we love the soundscapes. We've had car horns of all sorts. Oh, yeah, my sister. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, my sister came home and tooted the horn when she knew we were broadcasting once. I love you guys' soundscapes. I've listened to some of those and they're just absolutely wonderful. The ones you put on our, our, um, our WhatsApp group. Oh, thank you. Uh, at least. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, we were on um, the TechWiz group together and, and um, yeah. I think you've come on the Apple Watch group or something as well. 
Yes. Yeah, so, so those groups have really brought a lot of good people together. It's 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 a credit yes. to the people who run them um, that they're um, yeah. that they've been successful. And sadly, we've had a few people who've abused it, but um, most of them, for the most part, um, we've had a lot of made a lot of new friends out of it, which is great. Yes. Mm. So. So well, when then? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. No. You go on, Helen. Well, everything was fine until. Uh, my son took his spring break on March 9th yep. and was expected to go back to school on March 16th, which was a Monday. Yes. Um, well, everything came to a halt. Mm. <laughs> um, and um, I don't know if you want me to transition into. Yep, that's what we um, usually do. What happens because yes, it's yes, about the yes, time uh, that everything cratered, yes. as some people in America say here. Yes. <laughs> and, yes. Uh, so, yeah, about the time. We were in. Yeah. complete lockdown um, other than grocery stores, um, absolute necessities like um, uh, Walgreens, you know, the, the drug stores. I, I guess you guys call them chemists. We call them chemists. Yeah. 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 I was going to say the drug stores because I know what they are in, yeah. <laughs> in the United um, States. Yeah. And I have a friend that's in Australia that um, I, I constantly talk to on, well, at least three or four times a week, and he has told me, no, no, they're called chemists. Chemists um, or pharmacies. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So um, those and now at the beginning of this, there weren't even restaurants open. Um, wow. It was just grocery stores, chemists, or uh, drug stores, and um, wow, that's a choo-choo train. Oh, wow. You got it all happening <laughs> over there in New Mexico um, tonight. <laughs> Yes, um, it doesn't normally get that loud, but that's a older one. But yeah, mm. anyway. so so basically, your what your essential services. Yes, that's yeah. I mean, not, churches were closed down. Yep. There was no gatherings. There were yep. no um, nothing. Mm. And I have a feeling that's where we're probably headed if this doesn't stop. But anyway, so we did this. You know, everybody was completely out of a job except for those who could work from home. Mm. which I was one of the lucky ones mm. and I we didn't really know what we were going to do because I just did three-way phone calls and you know this that and the other they finally decided that um, places like life insurance and banks and things were uh, they weren't essentials but they were semi-essentials mm. which means mm. you could make an appointment and go going you know either by phone zoom mm. or in right Yep. And that's kind of where we are now. Um, but at that point, it was like, okay, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea. Nobody knew anything, at least I didn't, about Zoom. I was I was completely, you know, I had heard of it, mm. but mm. I thought it was for the, you know, the big wig business people that mm. I will never be probably, yeah. and, you know. Mm -hmm. And now it's a household name and, mm. you know, I've got a license and, yeah, you know, well. that sort of thing. and. Yeah. As do we, so, which is how we are able to do this. We're using the Data Australasia license. Yes. So, you know, it's we're here in Australia and New Zealand, I, I would say Carolyn will agree with me. We hear a lot of mm. stuff about states that haven't locked down or states that there's been, you know, protests to various democratic governors. I'm not sure whether New Mexico is a democratic governor or a Republican one, but I suppose a lot of that's recently changed. Um, so you're from the way I've gathered with you in various conversations I've had with you over the last six months, that New Mexico did actually lock down probably more than I would have thought. 
We did. We were locked down completely. Well, she started opening things up on May 15th. Right. Like restaurants could do carry out mm. and that sort of thing. And it was like mm. phase one is this, phase two. And I don't quite remember the whole, you know, they opened restaurants and then and to not to people, but to um, carry out. Uh, mm, yeah, takeaways, we call it here. Yeah. Takeaways. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then uber eats and things like that or uber well uber eats aren't in my area but i do have doordash and things like that Mm. they opened it to that point Mm -hmm. but there was no ride share and see this Mm. is the thing that really got me the bus and and the train still is not running it it stopped running on wow really yeah and well, see, and there's public transportation that's going now, mm. but not the train. The train, uh, oh, okay. they wanted to redo the whole. Anyway, that's they fascinating. Said no, mm. no public transportation unless it's an absolute emergency, which we have a bus. It's called the Rio, Rio Metro or Rio Grande Metro system. Yeah. And the Rio Grande Valley is where we live mm. uh, here in New Mexico. Yeah. So. It's a bus that will pick you up either from a bus stop or your house, depending on how handicapped you are. Mm. Mm. Um, sometimes I just get lazy and tell them to pick them up, pick me up at the house mm-hmm. or if it's raining or whatnot. Mm. Um, yeah. But masks weren't mandatory at the first because nobody knew what this was. Nobody knew, mm. you know, anything about it. And then, um, well, they started finally letting buses I guess, I guess they never really completely stopped the buses because if you could not take a bus there, now the train took us to Albuquerque. I have been isolated from Albuquerque minus the fact that my husband can drive mm. for since March mm. because wow. you haven't been to your yeah. work in Albuquerque because you I would imagine mm. would always just travel there independently. Uh, yes. prior to this on, mm. on the public transit system. Because yeah. yeah. when yeah. we had our, our severe lockdown, um, the public transport was running, but they really said it was only for absolutely essential yes. travel, so essential workers to get to work and that sort of, And they actually made it free out here mm. during our, our, our lockdown. Um, so public transport was free for, for essential people to travel. Oh, very good. Ours is free for me because I'm, well, my husband is military. Therefore, I'm, because I'm his wife, I have a military ID card. Yep. And all mm. I have to do is show my military ID card, mm. which mm. gives you the makes it wonderful the and terrific. Otherwise, it would only cost a dollar. So yeah, it's not, not much. You know, yeah. it would Whereas in Australia, bank. in all jurisdictions, public transport are free, is free for anyone who's legally blind. Not sure whether you knew that, Helen. It's reduced. <laughs> Ah, I didn't. And know that. it's mm. it's 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 reduced here in New Zealand because we we um, argued against having it free because we said, hey, it's not fair that if um, we go out with our friends in, in the wheelchairs, and uh, they we hop They've on the bus, we, we don't, don't yeah. and and we don't, and we mm. said, no, no, that's that's not right. But it also gives <laughs> right. us a stronger argument argument point right. for. Um, arguing any accessibility issues. We say, well, we're actually paying customers too. mm, That's interesting. That actually happened here Mm. because we did the reduced, we do the reduced price um, for us. Yes. Senior citizens 
anybody over, I believe it's 55, anybody over 55, um, anybody with any kind of handicap uh, will get, and students mm. will get mm. reduced price. Mm. Yeah. So did your son end up doing a lot of his schooling for that latter part of the school year? Because I know your school year sort of finishes mid-year. Um, and that finished. He did, well, they weren't sure what they were going to do. What we were doing was running to the school and picking up homework packets hmm. because oh, okay. nobody really knew what they were. And it finished um, late May is when it, um, it generally finishes. And they held it over to the 1st of June for the grades and stuff to come out because a lot of the parents couldn't do a pickup. And if there were parents hmm. that couldn't do a pickup, um, if I didn't live in town or whatnot, if I lived like way rural, you know, there's a lot more places in this state that's rural, mm. more rural than we are. And mm. I don't know whether you know that term, but rural. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, we do. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Rural and, um, and regional. Yep. Mm. Yes. Um, the buses that would generally pick them up would drop off their homework mm. for mm -hmm. So, and we also have a program here. A lot of the kids are really poor here. Um, fortunately, I'm not, we're not one of them, but Ronnie can take advantage of it, my son. Mm. Uh, if you're ages one through 18, you can get free breakfasts and lunches delivered to you by the bus, the school bus. Oh, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So you have this, you say um, this breakfast or lunch yes. at school, I guess. They do. Wow. And because they're not at school, you, oh, they, you know, bring they it drop to them off. Mm. Yes. Mm. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yes. The governor, who is Democrat, by the way, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> made it mandatory that we wear masks. Yeah. Well, there have been, you know, I'll, I'll go into the protest stuff here because mm. yeah, please do. a lot of the churches and places and really, you know, it, it doesn't even have to be like a church. It, it has to, it was one of the churches here in town, two of the churches actually, went under protest, I won't wear a mask because, you know, Jesus will save me and this, that, and that. Mm. Well, anyway, um, that's, you know, neither here nor there. Uh, if I, if I, um, if I say one way or the other, I'll probably get myself in trouble either way. No, no, so, don't worry. Anyway. <laughs> not, not, not in Australasia, um, you won't. We, we, you can, no, you can no. go for broke here. We don't care. <laughs> anyway, uh, personally, you know, uh, who created the people that, um, you know, who created the people that um, know what they're doing. I mean, really? So, mm. you know, wear your mask. Anyway, so what we did, um, they, they protested. I mean, like May and June, everybody got tired of it. And everybody yeah. took down statues and, mm. and set things on fire. And they refused to wear masks. And they were setting the United States flags on fire because, and they were, um, well, it was all Trump's fault. Yep. It was ridiculous. And my comment to people is, what would you have done? Could you have done any better? Mm. You know, I mean, you know, he started from nothing, mm. you know. Um, now, granted, Trump didn't listen to his own people. Mm. And, you mm. know, but, I mean, again, Trump is Trump. Yeah, Trump is Trump. He's a showman, not a statesman. So, you know, so. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We have a similar thing here in Australia where the, the states have, 
although I've since found out there's actually some Commonwealth Government law that could override some of the state border closures, and they just haven't exercised it. They've allowed the states here to um, to do their openings and closings and various things. In Victoria here, it's mandatory to wear a mask. Um, as I said, I've got an ex um, exemption. Uh, in New South Wales, it's advisable on public transport. South Australia, I think, have made it mandatory. I think I'm a bit out of touch, but they um, since this lockdown you're having when you're not having a lockdown uh well well you are actually up until tonight so you know they, they've shortened it but it's very 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 tough as you said a new zealand style one carolyn so each state's doing it differently queensland government mm. has come in for a lot of criticism about closing their their border to new south wales and other states uh, and western australia now has too there's even been a an unsuccessful high court challenge here um but um, wow. so each of these states are doing things. It's almost like each state has a dirty list on another one. We come off New South Victoria comes off New South Wales's dirty list on Monday, but we come we come off Tasmania's dirty list on next Saturday or Sunday. Makes makes me very glad. Makes me very glad I live in a country where we don't actually have states mm. as such. So everything's pretty universal here. Although Auckland did at one stage have a mini lockdown when we had a minor outbreak. And of course, mm. but being the largest city in a small country, we're always seen as the big ugly brother anyway. Yeah. You, do, you, do, you do have regional councils, but they're not, um, they haven't got the power or the authority to do this sort of stuff. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a state system by no, any means. No. So the whole message we've been getting is we're a team of five million. We've got to do this together. Yeah. And that's where I think right. New Zealand And I wish well. that's the way this was mm. here because, you know, we've got, my goodness, I don't even know how many people we have in the United States, close uh, to a billion maybe. And I, I wish everybody million, would just yeah. do whatever they're told for two weeks, four weeks, whatever. Mm. And we wouldn't have this outbreak. No. I mean, look mm. at what you guys have done. And it's, it's, I have a friend that lives in New Zealand, by the way. Mm. I have mm. a couple, uh, a friend of mine, that's, it's, um, he's actually got dual citizenship. Uh, United States and New Zealand, but yep. you know, here it's everyone for themselves and you know, this, that, and the other, and it's not something I really agree with, you know. Mm. And you know, they kind of started opening things back up in and and I want to talk about some of the states that never really closed. Um yep. the president mm. asked about asked us in like April to close everything. Everybody started getting mad at him and, you know, tweeting on Twitter and that sort of thing and being ugly with him and told him he was a bad president and, you know, things that, uh, you know, okay, <laughs> it's, you know, might hurt his feelings, but it's not going to hurt him, you know? Mm. So, <laughs> mm, mm, mm. And um, so, you know, he said, you know, we need to shut down for at least a month to get all this stuff and nobody did it. Restaurants mm. were open. They did whatever they wanted. Different states said, you know what, we don't have it yet or we've had it. So we're going to do whatever we want. South Carolina is one of them. Mm. And my stepson lives in South Carolina with his family and mm. it's scary. Yeah. And now they have yeah. one of the highest um, uh, coronavirus rates in the country mm. Mm. Um, mm. along with us. But anyway, mm. um, so I mean, you know, different states did their own thing and, you know, whatnot. And then I guess Trump backed up and said, well, we're going to leave it to the governors to decide what the states are going to do. And of course it hit New York really hard. Mm. 
April and May uh, New Zealand. April uh, May. Sorry, New York, rather. I yep. think mm. they finally reopened everything for New York slowly starting in June. And still, flights and stuff, if you're flying from one state to another, this is kind of like you guys' dirty list. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. If you fly yeah. from one state to another, you have to quarantine mm. when mm. you get back. Yep. Uh, you can't just take a test. And it used to be you just take your test. And if you're negative, you're fine. You can go. But now it's quarantine nope, for two you weeks. have to quarantine for two weeks. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, so in Texas, which is our next door neighbor, mm. has over a million cases of coronavirus mm. wow. in the state. Mm. And it's the largest. Uh, no, it's the second largest state in the union. Um, mm. Alaska has none, which is the largest state in the union. Yeah, geographically, know, we're talking. You know what they're yeah. doing, but yeah. Mm. I so, guess I guess they're they're in some ways they're they're fortunate geographically because they are so yes. far away from the mainland of the United well, States. Well, not just that; they're joined right. onto a and, bit of and, Canada that's sparsely populated too. Yeah, yes. so yes. the sparse populations and that does help. Yeah. Mm. Yes. And now we've made they've they've made it mandatory. Uh, they opened a lot of stuff. They've opened, you know, the bars and the restaurants and things like that up until recently. Mm. Mm. Um, that everything, you know, take its course and whatnot. And she was telling everybody, you know, let's let's social distance, make it mandatory to wear masks. You guys need to behave yourselves and we'll be able to open the economy. Mm. Well, unfortunately, it just got worse and worse and worse. Mm. We're up to... 3,000, I think it was 3,500 cases in the state of New Mexico today. Wow. So, um, and that's where we are. And um, seriously, it's it's gotten, you know, and we're still allowed to have things like Uber Eats. It's contactless. Um, yeah, contactless, uh, contactless you know, delivery. delivery. Yeah. delivery. Yeah. Yes. Right. Now, what I do, and I guess I'm a germaphobe, <laughs> I, <laughs> I grab everything with a pair of gloves mm. and I don't see this is why I don't understand why I got this thing but anyway mm. I grab everything with a pair of gloves and I take my hand sanitizer wipies they're they're like um mm. they're like baby wipes yeah. but they're um you know they're alcohol based mm. alcohol kills the coronavirus in mm. 30 seconds on anything I'm told yeah and uh, anything else kills it in like five minutes. Mm. So oh, you, you, you could yes. you could have picked it up um, it, without even re- realizing it because um, yes. the hotel here I work used to work in is a quarantine hotel. Now one of the staff got it, and the way he oh, wow. got it, the way he got it, and I mean he was using the PPE and the proper way mm-hmm. and doing following the proper protocols, but. They have three lifts in this particular hotel, and one of the lifts is the only one that access is the um, sort of like a basement area, a work area that's for maintenance workers only. Uh-huh. And But also this lift went up to rooms. Now, it turns out that somebody who was a resident in the hotel who later tested positive for the virus used that lift and only wow. a short time after on the CCTV camera that they had been in the lift, 
the worker wow. himself went in and they reckon he got it off the buttons in the lift. Wow, incredible. That's yeah. certainly possible. I'd... Yeah. So if you've that's, got an alcoholic yeah. wipe, that's good. So yeah, that's so mm. my, my, my theory, my remedy of gargling whiskey, if you think you've got the coronavirus, <laughs> might help. Yeah, I like that remedy. <laughs> I'll do it later. I love I, that remedy. I have a need to. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> my mother and father used to give us a, a, a teaspoon of whiskey for cough syrup. Yeah. Oh, that'll fix anyway. it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good Irish whiskey, of course. Anyway, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, it's uh, it's been interesting. I, I've always said 2020, stop and let me off. You're listening to the Kiwi and the Emu with myself, Elise Lonsdale, Carolyn Pete in Auckland, and a very special guest all the way from New Mexico, USA, Helen Watley. And it's great to find out how things have been tracking in the United States with all their shutdowns, lockdowns, and restrictions. But of course, I know everyone's waiting to find out what is it like to actually have the coronavirus. And with that, we'll be back with more in a moment. No one should have taken that left turn in Albuquerque. The lobby turning my way into your arms. And if I would have taken that left turn, it wouldn't hurt me to watch the world. We're back with Helen Watley, all the way from Berlin, New Mexico. Carolyn. You've said to us that you had the virus. So when did you actually start to suspect that you might have picked up the virus? Well, we started getting cold symptoms um, on the 22nd Mm. of October. And, you know, we really didn't think anything about it, but we decided to stay home and stay away from people and that sort of thing. Mm. Yep, and yep, yep. it lasted, the cold symptoms lasted, um, I want to say two or three days. Mm. But on the mm. fourth day, and this is, uh, my husband and I both got sick about the same time. So we knew it had been something, well, after we found out we had it, we yes. knew it had been a place that both of us had been. Um, so, um, and of course, our son is doing virtual school um now so you know he doesn't go anywhere or anything unless he goes with us but um anyway so what um what happened was we started feeling kind of like we had the flu it wasn't um you know real nasty yet it was kind of like yuck you know when you have like a cold, cold and a bit of the sore throat turns into yeah sore throat yeah, you didn't gargle um, whiskey nose. did you Oh, no, didn't gargle whiskey. Maybe I should have. It would have gone away. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so we we got, you know, sore throat, cold symptoms, you know, like the runny nose and the sneezes and the sniffles mm. and the stuffies and things like that. And then on the fourth day or thereabouts, um, we started feeling like we had um, either a slight, fever or just kind of slow and sluggish and that sort of thing Mm. Mm. so i we have this thing called a it's an app basically on the computer that you can send uh doctors messages yep and that sort of thing that's handy so like an electronic uh, consultancy yes Mm -hmm. yes so i sent you know a message saying that we were both sick and what should we do and you know because 
you know, nobody's seen doctors at this point unless they absolutely have to and this, that, and the other. Well, it took 48 hours for them to get back to us. Mm. <laughs> um, it said your message will be received and returned in 24 to 48 hours. Of course, it gives you this disclaimer that says, if you think you're having an, an emergency, call 911. Yeah, we get the same thing here. Our, Hang up and yes. call mm. Solo for yeah, Australia exactly. and Triple yeah. One from New Zealand. Yours is, mm. yep. Yeah, yours is Triple O. And what is yours, Carolyn? Uh, triple One. Triple One for them. Triple One. Mm, ah. You have 911, of course. That's different. That's, yes. Mm. Anyway, so I got a hold. My doctor said, um, you know, we're calling you to talk to you about your symptoms. Do you still have them? I said, yes, they've worsened. We've, you know, at that point, we've gotten, we had gotten like really weak and fatigued and just, I mean, weakness like you have never, I mean, I don't know how sick you guys have ever been, but mm, no. like I have never had before. I mean, it, it was awful. I mean, I got to the point where, yeah, you, it's, you feel so weak and you can't do anything. I got a massive headache. Did you get any headaches? Yes. Well, I had minor, well, I think it was the day of the test. Mm. I had a headache that lasted 48 hours, mm. and it wasn't a massive headache. It was just a very annoying, mm. you know, like thumping headache, mm. like something that you really want to go away, but, you know. Well, even this, and, even this morning, a friend of mine mentioned to me, whatever that thing you got last year could have been of coronavirus and this is coming from a few different people now this thing in august that i got back in 2019 and i've since been diagnosed with um long well permanent lung damage and i don't know that it's a result of yes. that uh, with emphysema but um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm liking from what i hear about coronavirus symptoms to this so you got a headache you got the out of breathlessness yes. and what else happened we, we got out of breath. We got, uh, I mean, it wasn't to the point where we couldn't breathe. It was, mm. you know, it wasn't dire emergency, but it was, oh my goodness, I got to lean on something or I, I have to sit down or I have to lay down. It doesn't, you know, it just did not go away. And so finally we got this, uh, a hold of this doctor and she said, well, my suggestion is you guys go get a coronavirus test. Well, Ronnie, our son had no symptoms whatsoever. And I said, what about our son? And they said, well, does he have symptoms? And I said, absolutely not. Mm. So and they said, test him anyway. No, well, living mm. in the same household. Yes, exactly. Mm. So what we did, we went, uh, we had to sign up for it. It was, a, it was a, honestly an absolute disaster, but we had to sign up for it online. My husband could barely, I mean, he was just at the point where he could barely see the screen, let alone, I was like, oh, give it to me, you know, and, <laughs> and I really didn't know what I was doing, but I yeah. turned on, on his computer, I turned on narrator and oh, okay. I, you know, muddled my way through yeah, good on you. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> He's uh, 70 years old, so mm. it really took a toll yeah. on him. Mm. It, you know, oh, would, yes. yeah. So, mm. yeah. And um, so I, I, we signed up, all three of us, and of course, you know, he had to drive to Los Lunas. The one in Belen was not available. They do every other day or something. I'm not sure. I guess they just clean up the place, mm. you know, when they're not doing testing. Mm. But we had to drive all the way to Los Lunas. It took us an hour and a half to get through the line. At, we got there at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm. And by 9.30, we were tested. Now, the test itself, I'm not sure how you guys do it. There's several different ones. Mm. 
um, you can get exempted and just do the saliva test, which I didn't. Mm. Um, can you do the one up the nose, the brain a, tickler? I did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The no, the and brain I, tickler and the throat tickler and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we did the brain tickler. Wow. Actually, it really wasn't that bad. Um, I think it just depends on who's doing it. Mm, you know, mm. they, you know, you just it's. The lady was it's telling me the other like night 15. she's had a couple, you know, symptom free and, yes. and negative, but she said it. it you know, I said, "Is it like when you get water up your nose when you jump into a pool?" And she said, "Yeah, it was. That was for her. Mm. It wasn't yeah, like exactly. that for you." I, oh, I hate that. When yeah. That the second it goes further than you think it should and they twist it when they start twisting Ouch. it that's when it feels like there's water up your nose and you know that's when my dad takes, started yeah. to pull faces <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Yes. laughs> i'm sure there were faces um it bothered my son ironically more than it did either one of us mm. but he got a nosebleed Mm-hmm. So I, you know, and that's I. I don't know whether you that think they was... were a bit rough. Whoever administered the well, test, they may have been, but you know, he's um, not quite a full adult, so they may have gone, you know, a little a bit too, too far. far. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Um, now he's taller than me. He's uh, well, in American, it, it's five feet seven i know what that quarters, is yeah so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Carolyn yes. and I I enough to remember yes. imperial out here yes. <laughs> yeah we, we are yeah <laughs> so now you know and i'm only five three so he mm. just kind of looms over yeah you're about off, the same you know? height as me so yeah yes so anyway so we took the test and they said well you know you need to quarantine from uh for the, they said 14 days from today and then you're off if you don't have fever or anything like that after you know a period of time if you don't have a fever you're off quarantine you can go do whatever you want just wear your mask Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. this is what they told us and i said well how many days will it take and they said anywhere from one to five business days well this was a thursday oh great so over the weekend (laughs) yeah so we um and you know they could possibly call you over the weekend but don't hold your breath and they didn't Mm. so monday morning rolls around and they call my husband mm. and he picks up the phone and they say you know are you and they start asking questions and this that and the other where did you get your test did, are you the one that got your test on thursday did, you know mm. did your entire family yep. mm. yes and of course they wanted social security numbers and you know mm. basically the name of your firstborn so to speak mm. you know and where you lived and whatnot mm. well after all that they tell us well all three of you are positive mm. now granted my son has no symptoms and you look at him and you tell him he's corona positive and he says i'm not sick <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so he wasn't real happy about quarantining for no well, and it mm. ended up with us being and it, it just progressively and this and i i jump back and forth because it's it's kind of important to tell the the whole mm. you know when when things started happening um when I went to take the test, I could barely walk to the car. My husband had a little more energy than I did, yep. but he was having other symptoms. He had a nasty cough. He was, and I have undeveloped lungs because I'm a premature baby. Sure. Yep. I was a triplet when I was a child. Mm-hmm. So I was a triplet when I was born and I'm the only survivor. But mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. Um, so um, they were worried about my lungs, which all the stuff went away, thank goodness. And mm-hmm. 
Anyhow, I find so, it ironic that you were forced to try and get to somewhere to have the test that they didn't come to you. No, they won't do that. They won't unless you are. Um, how do I put this? Unless you are in your 80s and unable to drive, it takes an act of Congress almost to get someone to the house. Wow. Wow. I have honestly. a friend of mine, yes. and I won't say who it is, who's had some tests because they were just vision impaired. And uh, they came mm-hmm. when, when this person rang yeah. them up mm-hmm. and said, look, I, I can't get to a place unless I take a taxi, which means it means putting the driver at risk, even though... Right. I think we're in yeah. the mask. And so here, the, so they here they'll them. come to the house. Yeah, mm. they'll come to the house here too. Mm. Mm. Yep. In, in Z- well, you can get it done, but it will take, I mean, <laughs> by the time you get get it, you get a nurse or someone there to do it, it'll be all over. I mean, seriously. Mm. Wait till I tell you the end of this, which is wild because mm. I had to, well, mm. I won't. I won't spoil it. No, 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 keep okay. it. We're, we're, we're riveted. Mm-hmm. We are riveted. <laughs> we are riveted. Yes. Mm. So, um, at any rate, um, I, we got back, we were home when, of course, when we got the news of the virus and I'm like, okay, so, and then they tell us, the health department tells us, well, in 10 days, if you guys haven't had a fever and this is why it's spreading the, the guy at the, the quarantine or the place where we took the, um, test said 14 days from that particular day. Mm. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. That's that's actually 14 days because the guy said 10 days from now, if you guys do not have any symptoms and you do not have a fever, you are off quarantine, which would be would have been the 8th of November. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. all well and good. You know, some of the things that I got, my husband got um, things like heart palpitations, um, scary stuff like blood pressure drops. It dropped from Gosh. normal to um, 87 over 47, I believe it was. And I was like, all right, I'm not help. liking that. Nah. Yeah, <sighs> exactly. Um, so, um, and it, it just got worse for him. Uh, a lot of the time when he gets sick, though, he has an, an issue called AFib. He yes. goes into AFib yep. when he gets really uh, sick, mm. and that did end up happening. Oh, gosh. So, um, but it happened later, after after so called after we were off quarantine. Now, one of the issues I had one night, and I got chills so bad it just felt like somebody had thrown me out in the snow mm. and put a snow blanket on me. I had never had chills never like been that so before. Cold. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, ever it's and he got hot wow. i mean he didn't have a fever he but he got really like warm mm. um and, and it was just complete opposite so we stayed away from each other we even i have a spare bedroom that i slept in which is where i was a little bit ago that's also my office mm. so you know i and throughout all of this i was able to do a little bit of work each day mm. so it was not you know it was not you know uh catch up on your work after you get back type thing it was you know uh i mean i on my worst days i did do do phone calls Mm. and things like that but i didn't do the computer stuff or the zoom i guess it would have been too much energy to have concentrated on on your normal work yeah because i i i I hadn't heard of the cold side so that's fascinating but i had heard of the hot side because there was 
There was a Simon guy out here and he was talking about he got that hot that he was literally sitting outside in his underwear and it was zero degrees here mm. outside. And he wasn't. And my husband turned on the air conditioner and one to yeah. freeze us out. I was like, okay, I'm frozen. And I was wrapped up in like yeah. uh, robes and blankets. Mm. And, oh. mm. and Ronnie, my, my son was just like, okay, mom, who turned on the air? You know, and. Mm. I was like, just grab a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's bad. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we have one of those air air conditioning, heating, cooling systems. Mm-hmm. You just flip a switch. Yeah. More uh, or less. Yeah. So it's, you know, it was pretty simple to do that with. But anyway, at the very end, we thought we were over it. Mm. And Ron, my husband, had to go into the hospital. Now, this is crazy. Um. They, the health department told us, oh, you're free to go on the 8th. So we went and uh, we took a ride. We really didn't go anywhere. We just took a ride. And that's all we wanted to do. Because mm. still to this day, when my body says stop, I have to stop. I mean, that's the only lingering yeah, okay. thing that I've got. Mm. Uh, I, I don't. And granted, um, people I've heard have gotten the coronavirus and they've gotten this nasty like, and I guess my husband got it to a point. He said it felt like somebody had laid a brick on his chest mm. and put um, his lungs were like glue, mm. and mm. you know he could breathe and everything, but it was it was just harder to do so. And I guess that's kind of how um, it's kind of how the people in the hospitals and stuff uh, are uh, mm. before they go on the ventilators and stuff. Mm. And he had he was lucky he had. He sleeps with a CPAP machine and he had oxygen. So I told him, you know, if you're feeling like that, then you need to just go get into the oxygen and, 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 you know, maybe you'll feel, and that's exactly what, I think that's what saved his life Mm. in all honesty. Mm. Um, So, but he went to the hospital and this is crazy. He went into AFib at about four o'clock in the morning on Monday the 9th, which is the day after our quarantine was over. Mm. So, um, to everybody else, we were negative. I mean, you know, Mm. as far as, you know, uh, you know, we didn't really know whether we were negative, but we were told we were not contagious anymore. So we were considered negative. So we get his AFib goes up and down, up and down. The blood pressure drops again. And it's just like, okay, I'm done. So I call the doctor Mm. and I get nothing back. I get no response back. I, I, and I get put on hold forever and ever and ever. I finally get a hold of a doctor and they say, well, we don't have any beds. I'm like, so you're turning down a heart patient? Really? Yeah. Um, scary. You know, scary that's not. And I got, I had to get, unfortunately, I had to get a little on the nasty side. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. You, it's have sad. you have to sometimes. Yes. Yeah, and it's sad when you have to do it. Yep. So I did. And, they didn't really give me and then finally the heart doctor called me back and said i'm sorry they didn't give me the message till now and this was like eight hours later and i'm like Ugh. so and meanwhile he's in afib he's been in afib for five hours we can't get you know we we have to call the hospital ahead of time if we go they didn't have any beds they didn't have this and i said fine i'll pull my so-called Trump card. <laughs> I hung up the phone and called 911 and said, my husband is having heart issues. 
he did have COVID. We should be negative at this point. However, you know, I need him to go mm. to the hospital. Yeah. Mm. They took him to the hospital and they put him in an ER bed, which he stayed there for 14 hours. Mm. Wow. And then they finally got him to the heart ward. Mm. Mm. And he stayed there for three days. They finally got his, uh, his issue fixed and sent him back home. Now, Really, I mean, they've got so many COVID patients mm. that they can't take the normal. They can't take patient regular that, patients yeah, with, with exactly. other other ailments. So, um, this was the thing that scared the governments here that the, the coronavirus thing would overwhelm mm-hmm. the, the, the medical system because our, yes. our, our medical systems are mainly state based here, or, or well, right. state based in New Zealand, meaning run by the government, but they're run mm, by the, right. the states and territories here, and um, they were. And, Absolutely worried about them being yes. overwhelmed because we have a public and health system here. Yes. Mm. So, and I wish at times we had that because yes. a lot of the people don't have insurance and they kind of get cheated out of their medical stuff. And I think that's really well, I'm unfair. I'm wondering but, about that but, because in America, a lot of the um, health insurance is tied up with people's employment. And if you're not employed, yes. from what I understand, exactly. you've not got any access yep. to health uh, care. Is that correct? Now, that's it's, correct. Um, it's and awful, that's, but it's correct. Mm. It's one. It's one of the things that I said in the early days of this when it all started happening, and I said, "Heaven help the United States mm. if it gets out of control there." And it was basically because of that, because there is a huge proportion of the population that simply, because of their lack of income, can't access health exactly. the health system as easily as others. Now. What they're doing, and the, one of the good things that well, I'm a Trump person, I do have to say that. Mm. But yeah, no, that's fair when Biden, when Biden gets office, I think I think he has a big enough heart that he will. Um, I think he will he will overtake this and he will make it work. I hope so because uh, they sort of tried a lot I'm of hoping. this with Obamacare when the Democrats were last in mm. the White House, didn't they? Yes, mm. yes. And Obamacare is a good thing for those who don't have anything. Mm. But mm. what about those who do? And see, we have military insurance. Right. Yep. Anywhere we go, and see, we're lucky. We we are one of the very lucky few. We have military insurance. Wherever we go, all over the world, wow. we are covered. Wow, that is mm. incredible. So, so um, wow. Yes. So, so if you traveled out here to Australia, you wouldn't have to take out, um, what will they call it, travel insurance for health. Although I mean I'm I'm fairly lucky in most cases I if if I happened to go to Australia and I didn't have an insurance for as far as mm-hmm. the medical side goes we kind of have a reciprocal we do. arrangement right. we do. and right. and so That's I would great. be oh, yeah, as I an, would be able to mm, access yeah as an Australian um, citizen yeah. I was able to receive their medical care when I lived in New Zealand yep. I actually have a New Zealand healthcare number. Yeah, yeah. So, and they're so um, close together. I, I, you know, I know they're different countries, but I, I, you know, they're so kin to sort so of closely. Canada and America, I guess, or Canada and yes. the United yes. States. Yeah, yes, yeah, mm. so. yeah, yeah. And you know, the the biggest thing with this whole thing is there are lingering pieces that you still have later. Mm. Um, it's and then there, like I said, there were three thousand. 500 cases or thereabouts in our state today alone. 3,500? So, 3,500. In, in a state of, what's the population in New Mexico? New Mexico. Yeah, what's the state of the population in um, New Mexico? Let's see. 
Albuquerque is the biggest city and it's probably got 500,000, 800,000 and the rest of the state probably, mm. I would say over about 2 million maybe. Wow, that's fewer people uh, in Victoria, but it's, it's about the yeah. same as Western Australia. Uh, and it's fewer, uh, it's fewer people than New Zealand. <laughs> not, yeah, but when you think of it, it's the ratio of the population and the cases much closer together yeah. than, say, a state yeah. of Victoria, which has um, six and a half million people, and we were screaming when we had 700 cases. Now we've got zero. Yeah, well, and that's still, I mean, but it's scary no matter what. I mean, you never know whether you're, and, and again, Ronnie had no symptoms. We have no idea where we got it. I mean, mm. I could probably make an educated guess. And yes, the people that um, do the tracing did call us and talk to us. Mm. The only place that we went out of the ordinary was to go vote. Mm. And we did see people running around without masks. So that's where I think we got it. Mm. Now, my son ran around with a couple of friends that he trusted. Mm. And um, he could have brought it home you know, been, been a carrier with no symptoms and brought it home to us, which is highly likely. However, I mean, we don't know. And, no. and it wasn't, you know, we were doing every single thing we were supposed to. Um, senior hour at Walmart, we would go to senior hour at Walmart, which means mm. yep, had, the handicapped and the seniors could get yep. in at like six o'clock yeah, in the morning on Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Where, where we is, still we, we didn't hear, whereas it was just like if the security spotted a senior person or a dis, or a person with a disability, you jumped to the front of the queue. Mm. You you got in, yeah. you didn't mm. have to wait. Mm. Of course, it's right. interesting that Walmart had it. That you know, the closest equivalent, I guess, might yeah. be um, a combination of Bunnings, Kmart, and uh, yeah. or, uh, yes. uh, Big W and a few others, uh, Harris Scarf, all rolled yes. into one because mm. you know, they can buy just about anything mm -hmm. at Walmart and uh, not just groceries. We can pretty mm. much. Mm. And, um, you know, as long as uh, the person, the store carried food, they could set up a senior hour or whatnot. Okay. Our, our local grocery store down the street, Lowe's, um, has a senior hour from 6 to 7 and we try to go. You know, it's an mm. everyday thing and we try to go then. Mm. But now, as of Monday, everything is almost complete lockdown again. oh really so you're going into has, another lockdown oh, yes. oh wow we're going into and i have a feeling next monday when okay she told us this on friday last friday she said okay everything bars and stuff will close mm -hmm. restaurants mm -hmm. will go back to um delivery only yep. uh it will be contactless delivery only mm. um uber eats can deliver but uber Ride shares cannot happen unless it's mm -hmm. a dire emergency, and both both and everyone who even remotely, well, and I'm not wearing a mask right now because I'm on my private property. Mm. But if you mm. go into public, if I walk down the street yep. like ten feet from me, I have to wear a mask. Mm. You can get cited mm. for it. Mm. I don't know mm. why all these people have not been. Mm. However, um, that's I mean, and schools schools are all remote learning only and my yeah. son has so much trouble with that Ugh. yeah a lot of the boys do. yeah 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 a lot of kids do mm. Mm. um let's see and what else did she close all non-essential um stores meaning if that'd be like best buy the dollar and stores if 
you know, yeah, right. electronics. Best buys. And you know, and, uh, Kmart. Kmart. Yeah, uh, Kmart, I think, is in America. Actually, Kmart is open if they have, like, a McDonald's inside oh, okay. or something. Yep. So once they sell food. So does that mean they can right. sell everything else in the store as well or just the food part? Yes. Oh, okay. So yes. you have a store with uh, okay. a... Um, however, it's a 75-person, not percent, but person's in the store if it's a yep. large box store like that. Oh, I'm mm. just thinking of a place like, um, uh, what do they call it, um, Costco. Most stores are big. Mm. Yes, Imagine just 75 exactly. people in a Costco store. And they, and they usually sell food in Costco so they could stay open. Oh, yes. So that's it. I mean, and I guess you're coming up too to the one of the busiest weeks of the year with Thanksgiving and, and, uh, and Black that. Friday. And that's exactly mm. what I was going to go into next. <laughs> go on, do mm. tell. I'll get this published is... before Good Friday. Uh, Good Friday, so Black Friday. <laughs> I'll get it published before Black Friday. Yes. Go ahead. The um, Thanksgiving. She is urging everyone. Actually. A lot of the states in the United States are urging everyone not to gather with anyone that does not live in your house. Mm. Mm. In other words, I can't, we can't go. I mean, my, my stepdaughter and my stepson cannot come visit us yeah, for Thanksgiving. However, mm. Mm. there's a thing called Zoom. Yes. And Zoom is free on Thanksgiving. Therefore, we can Zoom each other and be together, mm. you know. Yep. And that's, oh, I will set that up, and that's exactly well, you've what you've already got a license that probably may not affect you. Because yes. There'll got, be a lot, lots of Zoomies all over. Zoomies, <laughs> as yes. we call them. Well, they <laughs> call them in New Zealand anyway. Zooies. Yeah. Yes. Zooies. Lots of Zooies. <laughs> Zooies. Yes. So uh, that's, it's, that's it's, a, the, it's a play on a Maori word. It's a play word. on a word, yeah. Helen. Yes. A, yes. There's a Maori <laughs> word for gathering or meeting here called hui. And, of course, oh. when, when all the meetings went online, we started using, oh, we're having a zooey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that works. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to learn the different cultures. I, I really mm. like that. Um, I, you know, and being friends with people all around the world, I never thought I would be. And oh, it's, it's I've learned it? quite a bit. Mm. Yes, how's it, it how's it this, this whole thing impacted the um, – because – the Native American population, because um, I know in both Australia and here in New Zealand there was concern um, about, it is, yeah, for, for like the Aboriginal well, communities and, and the Māori community here being exposed because often those communities are more vulnerable to this sort of thing. Right, and they are because, well, a, a lot of the, and here it's the Navajo Nation that's and right, yeah. the Isleta Nation. There's a few uh, Indian nations all over New Mexico, but the big one is Navajo. Mm -hmm. And mm. a lot of them do not have uh, running water. A lot of them do not have, I mean, they. it's just not there. Mm. It's just something mm. somewhere they choose to live that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's mm. it's yeah. unhealthy. No sanitation. It's, it's, it's like, like unhealthy known. situation. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Mm. So, so once and, and, and so I wonder about some of those people with immunities to these things like you know, let's be honest, the common cold, the standard flu is is also a coronavirus, different type of coronavirus. Right. It still has the type, yes. The, the protein, you know, jabby things on the edge of yes. it. Uh, so yes. you know, are they immune to even half these things that we would normally 
you know, knock over in a well, day. I'll just go, oh, we've got a sore throat, we'll soldier on. But uh, how would it be if they, uh, if they, you know, the, the COVID-19 or the SARS-CoV-2, officially as it's called, virus gets into those them, communities? A lot of them are immune to it, but a lot of them are not. I mean, the elderly there are a lot less likely to survive than mm. our elderly, if that makes the, any anybody with yes. underlying yeah, conditions, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, it makes you know, sense. Mm. And we're we're really lucky. I mean, I I really um, I'm very thankful. And this year for Thanksgiving, it'll be one of the things I say at the the dinner table that um, you know we we got the good end of it, if there is such a thing. And the the mm. good news is I lost ten pounds. So <laughs> hey. <laughs> You know, so I mean, we got the really good end of it. I mean, we really didn't get the nasty um, stuff that everybody talks about. I mean, yeah, we got the weakness. Yeah, we got the fatigue. And there's a difference between weakness and fatigue. And I know you guys know the difference. Mm, yes. Definitely. If you're tired, it's one thing. If you're weak, you just can't. Yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, I remember so. years ago having a nasty flu. And then we went away on holiday after I had it. And I was just so weak. It was yes. literally um, a struggle to go from the bed to the couch to the bed yes. at the place where I was staying. And I, I don't exactly. remember anything about that holiday away because I just was so so weak. Mm. Well, and that's it. I mean, I had pneumonia about in 2012. I had double pneumonia, was hospitalized for a couple of days. And that's the sickest I had ever been until now. And I will mm. tell you, my sister calls it the super flu, and that's not a lie. Mm. No. That's incredible. I just got so, a notification so on the he... headphone, sorry, that even CNN's picked up on the South Australian story um, about yes. locking down the whole yeah. state of seven and a half, um, sorry, 1.7 million people because of somebody lying. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah, ahead. Sorry. So, I, yeah. I know you cut you off. Sorry. I just thought I'd put that in. Yep. That's right. Um, I know a, a, another young lady we interviewed who be believed that she had the virus. She doesn't know for sure because she was in Sweden at the time. And to actually get a test in Sweden, you had to literally be on your deathbed to actually get oh. test, tested for it. Um, but she has had long-term after effects in having chronic fatigue. So I'm yes. just wondering whether in either of you or, or your son have, have had any after effects that you've noticed. My son literally came through it with absolutely no symptoms, meaning he's asymptomatic. He mm. wouldn't have known he had it unless he was tested, which we made him tested. Mm. It, it was an absolute, it's great. And that's probably half the population that, Mm. are running around without symptoms that don't even know they're infecting people. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yes. they can, so, shed, the, yeah, they can yes. shed the virus and not, not even know they've got yes. it and they're touching not services. Not even know and, they've got it. Yeah, they wouldn't but know. Yeah. With us and still, and more my husband than me, but um, because of his age and because of his health issues, he's got diabetes, he's got heart issues, he's mm. got this, he's got, you know, and, and he's 70 and I'm only 53 so um i have you know a couple of issues but you know i'm pre-diabetic i have to watch what i'm doing but it's not mm. dire yet you know and i don't want it to be dire so yeah mm. anyway um my new apple watch is helping me exercise Excellent. and walk and you know that's yes, sort of you got a series thing. 670 mm. so, yes. as a birthday present and i've yes <laughs> i did and 
what's ironic, I don't know whether you guys know Mickey and Minnie Mouse. Yes, um, oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I know the um, faces turn up here on the... Per- per- personally, yes. I'm, a, I'm a Donald Duck fan because Mickey and Minnie are I too good Donald for me. I love Donald Duck. Too good for me. I like the <laughs> naughtiness. Mm. Yes. I do too, but my husband says, if I get Mickey, will you get Minnie? And I said, sure. <laughs> so we've got Mickey and Minnie, and we drive our son nuts with it. Yeah. I found it's self-forcing uh, too. You don't even taught, have to use them with the voiceover. You don't. And I, I finally just um, taught him how to turn on. I have to, technology-wise, he's learning, getting there. Yeah. I have to, you know, I told him, I said, you have to go into sounds and haptics and turn on your, you know, your sounds. Oh, Okay, why won't mine talk? Yours does. I'm like, well, that's why. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so with with the 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 question that Carolyn asked, um, I have residual. I'm not a hundred percent, and it, from what I'm understanding, it will take a month or so to even if we even get back. And I I stress this to the hundred percent mark. Um, by the end of the day, if I'm running around doing errands, now right now I'm sitting down, so I'm I'm fine. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. but if I were running around doing things, by now it would be, okay, it's time to take a break. It's time to, sure. you know, find a hot bath or find something and just settle down for the night because be at that point I'm getting fatigued mm-hmm. and it's just the weakness is hitting me again and it's, and it hits you like a ton of bricks. I mean, it doesn't just show up and say, hey, you know, if you don't stop, this is what's going to, you have to stop. I mean, and that's mm-hmm. the residual that I've had. And with my husband, it's, it happens three or four times a day and he'll have to take a nap. I mean, oh, seriously. Yeah. And, and that's, so that's, that's re- fine. I mean, yeah. it's that's yeah, the residue just, left over from this thing and it will yeah. probably be with you for the rest of yes. your life. I would say. It may be. And they don't know. And, the only lung issue I've had, um, his heart thing will be with him for the rest of his life. And they did a heart thing on him. And there's some sort of thing that the coronavirus does if you have heart issues. Um, um, if you have any kind of heart issue, it thickens part of your, uh, the inside the of your heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, he has to watch what he's doing. And, you know, if they, you know, it's just experimental at this point. I mean, he's 70 years old. Mm, so, I mean, mm. you know, and know. he's diabetic, so they will not do surgery. They have problems intubating him anyway because of his weight. Uh, he's unfortunately over 300 pounds. So um, it's, uh, you know, he's, it's quite, you know, quite. he's got some serious issues, which, um, so, I mean, you know, it's kind of my fault. I like to bake and cook, and he likes to eat. And, you know, so, you know, I you take part him credit very for that. well by the sounds yeah. of it. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, but anyway, so that's what the deal is. And, um, I mean, it's, there's residual. Now, with my lungs, real quick, um, every, you know, not every time I take a deep breath, but once in a while, like, I don't know, six, seven, eight times a day. You know how when you've got bronchitis, your your bronchial tubes into your chest burn? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's kind of what mine feels like when I take a really deep, it kind of stops me. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. Mm. You know, mm. so, um, and that's my residual, my other residual that I have, which 
The doctor said it should go away in a couple of weeks. If it does not, he wants to do a chest x-ray and see what's, you know, if there's anything going on. Um, but that's about the only, and I got lucky. I mean, you hear about these stories on TV where these people get coronavirus and they never come off of a ventilator. Mm. We had a doctor mm. here in Berlin that just, he, he was as healthy as he could be. He was older. He was in his 60s but did not make it just absolutely mm. went downhill quick and just did not make it. Mm. I, I, and we've had 30 year olds. We lost our first 12 year old child with underlying conditions mm. to this. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's, I mean, to, to this, uh, in the state of New Mexico, I think it was Southern New Mexico, but nevertheless, it was a child. Mm. So, well, I mean, yeah. even just yeah. hearing that the British prime minister, Boris Johnson and talking about, him and, yes. and how close he came to the point where he could have ended up on a ventilator and stuff, you know. Yes. Um, it is scary. Very different and, story and, from and, Trump. And sometimes, yes, Trump, <laughs> he got the super drug. He yeah, got and they the poured all sorts of stuff into him, didn't they? Yep. Yeah. Yes. And I think he had it before and nobody and everybody kept it until they absolutely had to. Had to tell um, yeah. So, mm. yeah, that's pretty much where we are. And it's locked down until, well, two weeks from last Monday, if we behave ourselves, so to speak, yeah. which we have not. No. And um, it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Well, of course, and Christmas honestly. is looming. You've got, as, as Carolyn mentioned before, you've got Thanksgiving this yes. Thursday. Um, and then you've got Christmas. I know Thanksgiving in America is probably a bigger affair than larger affair than say christmas tends to be but um still it's a it's a festive yeah. season and you've got the religious they're part about equal but also it's the gotten... fact of the winter and the colder weather yes. because the virus tends to spread quicker in the winter yes, it's indoor activities you know you mm. can't stay outside it's it's indoor activities which you know they're going to tell us you know no no uh, gatherings know this now i can already see it right now it's going to be through the end of the year i just know it is because these guys don't want to behave themselves these protesters go out mm. and they do their thing and these people that now i can understand an exemption from a mask maybe here if you have an exemption you have to wear like a face cover that comes down over your you know what i'm saying it doesn't mm. cover your face mm. per se but it it covers the it stops the um, my my um, it's, it's the nose nose and the mouth mainly yes. As, yes. as what most it, of them yeah she has a cat one and she wears it to church all the time and she's one of those people that have an <laughs> exemption card and yeah. it's really cool looking and it's it's just you know it's a I, fashion I statement think- they, they, they are becoming very much a fashion statement out here. People are, are having them colour-coordinated with their clothing. Yes. Um, and the deaf community over here got innovative and they made what they call smile masks. Mm. And yes. so they are clear ones so that those that need to lip-read can, yes. uh, can um, still do that. Um, and yes. I thought that was quite a clever name for them, it calling is. them the smile mask, you know. Yes, it, it is. It is pretty cool. And they did that something similar here. Um, yeah. So it's it's been it's been an experience. I uh, 2020 is not one of those years I will look back on fondly. And let me tell you. Um, no, so me neither, to I, be honest. You know, no. It was yeah, so. it was 
interesting the other day on the radio here someone found a diary from one of their great grandparents from um, 1918 and of course that was right sort of around the time of the Spanish flu and it was interesting they had to wear they were wearing face masks and that back then because of it and everyone was saying wow it's like you know a hundred years later here we are doing the same sort Mm. of thing once in a hundred year pandemic yeah, home, mm, they would have been homemade. Yeah. Now we've got homemade ones, mass-produced ones. We've also got the disposable yes. ones. And some. Yeah, and we have. My neighbor actually made us ones that were like crayon. It, it was a material with crayons all over it. And it was different colors. Mm. And uh, I have one. I also have a where I work. They give out masks for those who get recruits and stuff. Mm. And that's an ambulance. Yeah. Um, We've we've got a local church down the road here that has a session and when we were in lockdown and numbers were restricted, so they said you'd have to book your place to come and help so because they could have no more than 10 people at a time. But they right. were mass, mass producing them and distributing yes. them around the local neighbourhood. Interesting, yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, they had all kinds of sales. and the, Around here they... They don't get, well, the hospitals and stuff give them away for free. But mm. there was a couple of people sitting on the corner selling masks for like five bucks and 10 bucks and 20 bucks and whatnot, mm. you know, whatever they could get for them, <laughs> you know. And, it, and, you know, I got one. I mean, the, one of the locals were, it was a Salvation Army. So, I mean, mm. and it goes to a good cause. Yeah, so I, I bought yeah. a $10 one. Yeah. yeah. And we talk about mm. a once in a year, a once in a hundred year pandemic. But in actual fact, somebody said, yes. well, when you think about it, this is actually the third pandemic that has been unleashed out of China in the last 20 years, actually. It says that the other two weren't It actually bad. has. Yeah, and and mm-hmm. so it's not really, you know, when we say, oh, okay, well, we're doing this 100 years ago, but one of the things that troubles me is that what's the next one going to be like? What are we doing about preventing exactly. it from happening again in our lifetime? Well, you see, my mum lived through the polio e- epidemic, oh and um that they had and and that was it wasn't sort of real forced lockdowns like we're doing now but the kids weren't allowed to go to school etc and that it certainly Uh, yeah and it certainly isn't the type of virus that you would have a chicken pox party for so helen once you guys get through all this craziness and this Uh latest lot of lockdowns and restrictions What's gonna be your 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 eureka um, breakout moment? What are you what are you looking forward to doing? I just want to go on a vacation, mm. just the yep. three of us, uh-huh. just to go somewhere. Even if it's, you know, we can't even go across the state to see our our, our relatives, mm. you know, yeah. or I can't go to West Virginia to see my you know Zoom, but that's you mm. know, it's nice to them. go uh. anyway, to them, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I just want to take a vacation. I'd like to go to a beach yep. at mm. some point and just... Yeah, so you're landlocked I, where you are. Do. So, you, yeah, beaches aren't yeah. as close mm. to home as they would be for many of us in Australia. I mean, we're probably nine hours, ten hours from the nearest beach. Mm. Um, yep. But, again, I mean, we have lakes and things, and that's okay. I'd like to go there, too. I mean, but mm. if I had my rather, I'd rather go to... And my um, stepson... And his wife and his grand his kids grandkids live in um, South Carolina. So, I mean, we would have a place to stay and everything if we went. You know, mm. which we've gone a couple of times. But that's where I would go. I think is South Carolina. 
Myrtle Beach. Uh, no, I've re- I've really enjoyed um, finding out um, about how, how what the virus was like for you and and how things are over there because we we hear so much in in the media, but sometimes you you, you wonder sometimes are we actually getting the full picture or or are we getting just what the media wants us to see? Well, and that's probably that's probably. Right. I mean, what are you getting? Probably just what that particular media is oh, showing you. Oh, depends on whether you want to watch and, and, uh, Fox News or, um, or, 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 ABC or, C- or, or CNN, CNN. Yeah. which we get right, the yeah, international so. services of each here. But, um, right. of course, we've right. also got what actually happens here. It's, it's a bit akin to what happens in Australia and New Zealand is we get a lot of U.S. news. Uh, mm, they yes. probably don't get a lot of us unless it's some story like the one that came in the headphones just before about the you know, um, South Australia, yes. thing. I know you've got a lot of stuff on our bushfires, but New Zealand gets a lot yes. more news from Australia than what we get about then. So it seems to be that the larger the country, the more the news disseminates down to the smaller countries. Um, so when I was right. living in New Zealand, I was never stuck to mm. finding out what was happening back home, but we, we don't get so much New Zealand news here, if that makes sense. Yeah, right. Mm. And, and we did we did get a lot of sort of what was happening with New York and that to do with the virus mm. and and a lot of how the administration's attitude to the virus. But other than that, we didn't sort of hear about a lot of the other parts of the country. Mm. I know back in April and May when I was having a crisis with my screen reader, mm-hmm. <laughs> I ended yes. up talking to a young man who lived in California who worked for mm-hmm. um, Freedom Scientific. So I was yes. having great fun finding out what was happening in that part of the country. Mm. It's all governor-based over here yeah. because of what Trump told them to do. I mean, mm. some states are fully open. Other states are partially as us. Us, we are mostly uh, locked down at this point and probably mm. will be more so mm. later. But, yeah, it's... With the lockdown, though, is it... Um, so in Australia, of course, they closed the the actual borders of the states. So has has yes. that kind of thing been happening too in the United States? So people can't come and go in and out. Of- well, they're they're suggesting and strongly suggesting that you do not travel. Mm. However, mm. if you do, they've changed the venue a little bit. Used to be, if you travelled, like in May, June, July, August, even if you travelled to another state and you came back then um, you would get um, a corona test and you would just wait for the answer. If the answer was negative, you were fine. Now they're mm. demanding a 14-day quarantine. Regardless. Okay. Mm. Mm. So, so yeah. how are they policing that? Are they putting them in hotels or are they just simply saying, stay home and we'll trust well, you? Or no, what? they're saying stay home. And I think that's the wrong thing to do. Oh, Honestly, you know I, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that they should. Uh, mm. yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, that's. How many of them actually are? And, mm. and yeah, yeah. So, and I mean, it's, what's happening yeah. with the international border? Is um, America closed off to the rest of the world, or can you still fly in there? You can still get in there because I've had, um, Natalie. I went in. You just a few. You can ago. still get in as long as you quarantine, or I think mm. there is now a thirty-minute test that you oh, can okay. take. Yep. Um, I, a home kit test or something like that you can take. I'm not sure what they're doing, but I know. It's limited, and there are limited places you can go. Mm. Um, yes, that's very different. Yeah, I've, got, I've, I've got I've got a friend, a New Zealand friend, and she studied for a year in Reading, California, at a Bible college there, uh-huh. and 
then she came back to New Zealand and she did the, the two weeks quarantining and yes. then spent a basically um, your summer break. Um, so right. that time period here with her family and she's right. gone back for another year's study. Right. And so she yes. had, she said that when she arrived there, she was going to have to go into quarantining as yes. well. Yeah. As long as you go into quarantining immediately and, yeah. I don't think they trace you. I, I think a tracer calls you and says, are you doing this? Are you doing that? Now, mm. I tried to do, and I know, Elise, you had talked about this. There's a location tracking thing on your iPhone yes. that tracks, mm. apparently, um, how likely you are to run into somebody with the coronavirus. Mm. Unfortunately, it is not available in my region. Really? Mm. So is it part of <laughs> iOS or is it an, actually an app? An app? Yeah, yeah, it's, it is. It's part of iOS isn't it? Because yeah, it's it, iOS 14. It is. Yeah. Because we, we, we could activate it here, mm. but mm. Um, it still doesn't really work that no, well. No, I'm not sure what's happening here because no, I think it's a framework it's, for applications to yeah. be able to our, use at our, a higher level. Our trace, yeah, we've mm. got a, a tracer app here, Helen, in New Zealand. Yes. And it's basically a QR code scanner. Oh, um, so okay. how how it works is it's like keeping an electronic diary on your phone. Right. Um, right. So I, if I'm going out, like the, for example, yesterday I went out in a taxi. I hop in the right. in the taxi. I hold my phone up, and I'll scan the QR code on the poster in the taxi. And oh. so that's that's in the app. Now if someone else oh tests positive for the virus and they've got that taxi number listed in their at a scan right. and, and there and on their phone is that that this app gives the Ministry of Health here the ability to contact everybody and say you've been in this car on a similar Therefore, date around about the right. similar time please we advise you go and get a test when you scan that Carolyn right. do you actually have to fill something in on a, on a t does it take you to no. a page it just doesn't no. Okay. No. The all ones all we got for the is, restaurants here take you to a page where you got to, you know, put in no, your name and phone all, number. All, all it does is is um, opens up the camera. Once the scan is done, it says visit recorded. I'm not real good at QR codes. I haven't gotten quite there yet, um, but I'm I'm slowly learning that. I I thought about putting Apple Pay on my phone, and I've heard you guys say it's awesome. That's oh, great. Yeah. But, I love it to bits. Um, yeah, that's. I use yeah. it on my watch I, I, more, I do more a lot of, than the phone, though, because it's, it's, it's easier on the watch. I do but, a lot of. Um, really, it's easier on the watch. I, I think so. Mm. Yeah. I'll talk I, to you about you it. Know, off, off. I just got mine, and I. Yeah, you're probably still really learning the watch. I mean, yeah. 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 You just get the I wrist. Am. You just, you just <laughs> get the wrist movement right. I think I survived because of Instacart, which is something like Uber Eats or or um, uh, Walmart um, curbside that sort of thing. And um, all the different people that deliver. And I think, you know, 10, 15 years ago, us blind folks would really have had issues because that wouldn't have been here. Helen, it's been absolutely yes. fantastic to have you on the Kiwi and the Emu and the Kiwi, the Emu, the, the, the wardrobe and the United States. It's all here. <laughs> happening at it's been it's been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed having you. I've been looking so. forward to this all week since we started planning it last week. So thanks for that. Ladies and well, I'm certainly hoping it met your. Uh, I'm so. I'm sorry. I'm certainly hoping it met your expectations. It and, did, and then it, it, you know, know you actually exceeded our expectations. Thank you, Helen. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you're more than welcome, Helen Watley. Don't look much like Los Angeles to me.
I knew I should have taken that left coin at Albuquerque. All right, we're back for the lighter moment bit. <laughs> now we really get to know these Americans and give them a bit of curry, eh? And we get, well, <laughs> we also get to find out if Helen had any really particularly funny moments during this whole period. Yes. Um, <laughs> um, my son, I'll tell you, like I said, he had no symptoms. And he's, you know, he's 15, but yeah. he's he's got... Um, he's got ADHD mm. and on top of the fact that he can't go anywhere, he started bouncing around on this huge exercise ball and I've got <laughs> no energy fun. whatsoever. And, and dad's <laughs> beating on the chair. He, he, he's on the phone and he's beating on the chair and he's pointing at him. And of course, Ronnie's not even looking at him. I'm like, Ronnie, Ronnie, Hey, knock it off. <laughs> and he says, knock it off. Boing, boing. <laughs> bouncing down the hallway. And this exercise ball has got to be, um, I want to say, three feet tall. I'm always scared those things will burst if you big... jump on those. Yeah, we've got them out here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah used he one just, of those. he was just, oh my gosh, he was just, and I have a chair in my office that's got a smaller version of it. Mm. And I really like it. It makes you sit up straight and that sort of thing. But anyway, he just was bouncing down the hall, just barreling up and down the hallway, and dad was on the phone. You know, it's like, okay. And I had to laugh. I had to walk away. And la- I, you know, I didn't really have the energy to yell at him, but I had to walk away and laugh. It was just hilarious. And then you hear dad, knock it off. Knock it off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, and we have turtles. Okay. Another thing he did. Mm. We have great big, huge, I don't know whether you saw the turtle tank when I passed it, but it, no. it's, they're huge. They're like eight inches across. Mm. They're um, big, um, I guess what you guys would call snapping turtles or in that same family, mm. but it's, they're, they're mm. kind of pond sliders. And, um, Ronnie, I told him, I said, so, um, go get me the turtle from the other room. And he knew what I meant. I have this great big, huge, it's like a three foot pillow that you lay in the middle of the floor and you lay in front of the TV and watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you guys have, have that sort of thing. Yep. He got me one for mother's day. Uh, this past year he knew what I meant but he went and got me a live turtle he drops it in my lap and he takes off running I said all right (laughs) you know it's like of course I can't see a darn thing he drops this thing in my lap I realize what it is and I'm like Ronald Reagan Watley Jr. get back here and put this (laughs) and he's laughing and Ron just kind of looks at me you better be lucky it wasn't me and I said yeah the turtle would be flying across the floor <laughs> <laughs> oh god he he's just and he just when we were babysitting dogs and he just opens up the door mom wild fur and about five puppies come flying through the door and they jump on me and oh my gosh it was just it's it's crazy what kids do and it's he did this all in the last couple of weeks and it's like oh. COVID <laughs> brain. call it COVID yeah. brain. 
Wow. Yeah, send the kids, and he man. said, Mom, COVID 19 is fun. Can we have it? I'm like, No. No, you can't. No, 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 no. No, If you asked anybody, do you want to repeat 2020? The answer is clearly no. no. Absolutely, unequivocally, no. Absolutely not. This is video getting yeah. around, you know, like no. it's, it came out in about July and it's yes. like God talks to. 2020 it's just like half the yearly review and it wasn't a very good review for 2020 yes. <laughs> no, no it wasn't nope. <laughs> <laughs> yes we have family game night here we have family movie night uh, we have a 15 year old so we try to you know make things interesting you're not gonna um, watch borat we had a night um in the um australasian blind chat group one night that um in zoom a while back now where we we actually had a quiz night using the google home oh that was and funny that was, yeah that was that was just oh. hilarious <laughs> we did that with the alexa a couple of times it was you know alexa answer this alexa what's this uh, well, you know, with the Google one, you can play, can play a game and it sort of gives each yeah. person a, a nickname. You can have up to, what, a five or ten people. Name. Oh, really? Yeah, and then say, you are such and such, and <laughs> it'll go around asking, and it keeps track of the scores of whichever dumb name answers whichever question's right <laughs> and challenges it up at the oh. end. Yeah. I got yeah. to the Google Home now. That's yeah, that's it. You do it on the Google Home. <laughs> and and, yes. and even sometimes we've played the, the both the Google and the Alexa off against each other because sometimes the Google <laughs> is the smart one, or other times it's the Alexa that's the smart one. Yeah. And what yes. about poor old Siri? How's she doing? Not good. Oh, she's not doing that good. Yeah, <laughs> she's kind of bumming out. The... <laughs> Sorry, you I know, didn't get but that. Siri. Yeah. Siri was the first one that it ever was. got created, and I give Apple every bit of credit Absolutely. for for staying with us. And Apple yep. is really the only phone I will ever use, likewise, unless they really come up with something that's well, you know. And and it's, it's me because yeah, it's all so. it's all controlled by that company. Whereas you know things like Android are open source, and everyone's got their different idea yes. on doing stuff. And uh, Right. No, I think Apple was the first. And yes, okay, Siri and uh, sorry, Siri's been surpassed a little bit in, in the questions and things that the others will answer. Yeah. But it, it was the original, and uh, not just sure. for Siri, but for, for blind people and people with low vision, other disabilities, yeah. it's still a leader in accessibility. And and I confuse and I confuse all those people that when I go, hey Siri, and that they expect to hear a, a female voice, mine is male, and that really confuses, <laughs> confuses the heck out of my. Yeah, <laughs> my late son loved the male voice, and he had an iPhone five S that right. I took over when he passed, mm. and he just he was it was driving him crazy. And see if I had known about voiceover at that point, which I didn't, mm. Uh, mm. it was driving him crazy. Mom, the only thing I can't figure out is how you're going to get into your phone because you have to type in a passcode. Mm. I'm like, okay, you know, and. A year after he passed, I ran into a friend of mine. Don't you know about voiceover? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it was definitely on the five S. It was on the four S and the three. Yeah. First turned yeah. up on first turned up on the three GS voiceover back yes. in twenty oh nine. But then, mm. voiceover, in my opinion, voiceover and um, Jaws are the two better voices, honestly. Oh, the screen readers. Mm. And, and, yeah, they are. Yes, yeah, screen readers. Yeah. Yes. It's been very interesting. Thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Helen. Yes. It's been absolutely fantastic. Hey, Carolyn. It has. It has. Uh, we can exchange. It really we, has. we should just do a 
you know, Kiwi American and uh, Kiwi Emu and Eagles. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. you go. Why not? <laughs> yeah, that'd be sure. Why not? Expand our, expand our horizons. Yeah, well, yes. yeah, the thing is the eagle flies, the other two don't. Too bloody lazy. <laughs> this is the Kiwi and the Emu with Carol and Pete, myself, Elise Lonsdale from the wardrobe, not the studio, uh, interviewing um, Helen Watley. Thanks once again for coming in and we'll be back with the conclusion in just a moment. Well, of course, Helen's still on the line, but we'll have to head off. And yes. we have, Yes. I haven't lined it up yet. We've got some sports people that Carolyn's trying to do, and I'm actually going to work on another coronavirus person. Yes. Here in Melbourne. Okay. They have given us yes. permission to. And I will forewarn you that hmm? uh, a lot of the things that happened to this person may not have happened to me and vice versa. Yes, I mean, yes. It's all It'll be interesting, won't it? So, mm. yes. Yeah, thank you, Helen. Yes, yes, yes I was yes. aware of that. It's... um. It's going to be interesting listening to this person's well, story if they're if, well. Apparently, they're agreeable well, to come on. Well, that's yes. that's why it's interesting because it is. I mean, it, it it's a virus that differs depending on yes. everybody's experience, and and I mean, even it, just within your own family, like your son didn't even get any symptoms, but he's had it, right. you know. Yes. So, and, and my and husband both, got worse. Yes. So yeah, you and your husband had different experiences yes. with it so it just shows how diverse this this jolly virus is and then the residuals afterwards yes. you know people are going to get breathless yes. or they're going to have you know some sort of chronic fatigue mm. that can also vary as well right. we just at this point in time don't quite know but what we so, do know is we know that the australians love the kiwis the kit well, when, when it suits us when we're not playing rugby <laughs> yeah. we, we know we yes. know we, we know we know that we know that the Kiwis love the Australians. The Australians love the Kiwis, and everyone loves the Yanks. But you know the deal. If you pick on one, you pick on two. The Kiwi and the Emu.